0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries' partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith.
1: Paul had to check his mind because the, the guilt, the enemy was using it to put the guilt on him about how he was trained Christian. But he got born again. He got blinded, his eyes got open. he got revelation, and now he was out there and he had to get rid of that. What did he do? He said, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I'm going to forget what is behind and reach forward to what's before. I'm going to press toward the mark for the pride. Can't you see? God can give you the power to forget, to forget how that man treated you, to forget how they looked at you, to forget the mistakes you made in the past, to forget of the mind to make you excellent in thinking. So when you have a problem in 3D, 3D is trying to use 3D's ability to fix 3D. But it wasn't made that you fix it on the same level that it was existing. It was made that 4D fixed 3D. And 4D's got eyes that can see, and it can see the reserves. It can see all the supplies. It can see the wisdom of God. It can see all of that and take it and apply it to 3D. Now, people who don't know God have never given their life to Jesus Christ, don't have this. Because all this comes to kingdom citizens, and you are a kingdom citizen. So you can fix things other folk can't fix. Watch this. You can see things other folk can't see. That means you can go somewhere other folk can't go, and you can do something other folk can't do and you can have something other folk can't have. When, when we were starting the Joseph Business School, I got Ray and Dolores. I said, you've got a degree from Harvard. He's got a degree from University of Chicago MBAs. And I said, now you help me start this Joseph Business School. I want you to go away, take these parameters, go away, and then come back and tell me how long it'll take to start this. They came back, and say it'll take one to two years. I said, let me pray about it. I went to God and God said, tell him it'll take two months. Yeah. Yeah. So I went back. Now notice what happened when we applied 4D. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he gave the curriculum and so forth and so on. Now I'm saying that to say, if he could cut down on the time that it would take, to actually start a school yeah. like that, yeah. can he cut down on the time that it'll take for you to be a millionaire and cut know. it down? I mean, can't can he do it? Yeah. See, when you don't get excited about this, you you wavering now. Well, I don't know. That's because you in 3D. 3D don't never know. 3D ain't supposed to know. 3D can't do what 4D can Sitting sitting on the fence. Well, I don't know. You don't know. Well, what about the time that Peter walked on the water? Do you know that? It's in the book. What about the time Jesus turned water to wine? Do you know that? It's in the book. What about the time Jesus got tax money out of a fish's mouth? Do you know that? I'm saying, if you know that, you know you can be a millionaire in a month. Glory to God, Doc. You can be a millionaire in a month. If you believe. to what your natural mind says. Your natural mind, they got it. did Harvard's one of the finest schools. Uh, University of Chicago one of the finest schools. They used all they had. It wasn't sufficient. I don't care where you got that degree from. Doesn't make any difference. Anybody operating in 4D will control 3D. Anybody makes no difference. Jesus could control the world. He got 12 disciples to turn the whole world upside down. It's sad because people think that's pride to think that you're the center. You're not the center. Jesus is the center. As a man of God, I am used to bring kingdom principles to you. And, And I'm a custodian for the mysteries of the kingdom of God to my generation all right. Okay. So now let's look. Amen. Let's look at this section having to do with your mental system. I call it mental excellence. Mental excellence. All right. Now, if you look at Daniel, in Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, it says that Daniel was preferred by the king because he had what kind of spirit? An excellent spirit. Say, I have an excellent spirit in Jesus' name. All right. So in Daniel, if you look at Daniel chapter 1 and verse 20, they found Daniel and the Hebrews to be 10 times better than all the astrologers. I mean, these are the top people. And it says over in Daniel chapter one, verse 17, I want you to read that because it says learning. So they did go to school, but God can add some super to your natural. This is Daniel 1, 17. Ready? Read. As children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all Alright, now notice here's God, and he's given them something. Yes. Alright, let's go to the Old Testament. Let's go to Exodus. Oh, well, we were there. Exodus chapter 31 and verse 1. Ready? Read. notice how they got the ability that they got. God gave it to them. He gave it to them. God really can actually uh, encourage you as to what you can do by giving you what to think. So God can give you a mind. isn't this powerful? All right. We had one more. We're just going to these because I'm working down to a place. Numbers, Numbers chapter 11 and verse 16 and 17. Now this is when Moses is now counseling all these three three million people and God's saying, hey, you need some help. And, uh, which is what the prophet told him. You need some help. The priest told him. And, uh, so what did he do? God came to him and said, this is what I'm gonna do for you. I'm going to take the spirit to counsel that's on you, and I'm going to put it on them. Yes. Now, if God can do that in the Old Testament, yes. can't He do that in the New Testament? Yes. So I'm saying, over in De- uh, Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9, this is when uh, Moses just laid his hand uh-huh. on on uh, on J- on uh, Joshua. And all of a sudden, the spirit of wisdom came on. It. Yes. Yes. Say yes. amen to this. Yes. So I'm saying this whole idea about mental excellence yes. is something that God planned for all of His people. Yes. He did not plan for not one of His people uh, to do, be without good sense. Yes. He plans for all his people to be smart. He plans for all of his people to have answers. And that the world would come to us and say, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And you'll see over in Mark's gospel and look at it, Mark chapter five and verse 15. Mark chapter five, verse 15. And this is when that uh, Madman of Gadara got his right mind. Now he was crazy when the disciples left him and went into town, and they came back, and how was he? He was in clothes and in his right mind. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. See, when people don't want to hear my teaching, they're not in their right mind. They are not in their right mind. Now, I don't try to fight them, but they're not in their right mind. Anybody in their right mind would want to hear what I got to say. I'm not bragging on me. I'm telling you what the truth will do. Cause the truth will make you what? Free. See, once you get born again, you get privileges. You get privileges. Your performance just went up to the top. And you got to receive it how? By By faith. You get that thing by faith, it'll start transforming your mind. I'm telling you, where you've been hurt years ago, you won't have to be hurt anymore. Paul had to check his mind because it, the guilt, the enemy was using it to put the guilt on him about how he was treating Christians. But he got born again. He got blinded. His eyes got open. He got revelation. And now he was out there and he had to get rid of that. What did he do? He looked at Philippians chapter three, verse 13 and 14. He said, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I'm going to forget what's behind and reach forward to what's before, I'm oppressed toward the mark for the pride. Can't you see? God can give you the power to forget, to forget how that man treated you, to forget how they looked at you, to forget the mistakes you made in the past, to forget the power of the mind to make you excellent in their thinking. Say Amen. I'm telling you, you can leave here today and question whether you got good sense, but you go to bed tonight and watch God work on your mind. As a matter of fact, I decree, I decree tonight you're going to get good sense that God is going the spirit and the anointing of wisdom and revelation is going to work in your mind. Now give God praise and sit down. The Bible says this. He said, uh, beware when all men speak well. If, if you're preaching something, everybody's speaking well of you. You better check to see if you watered that down. I'm not watering it down. You get straight with no chasing. I'm not watering it down, man. That's wrong with the church now. All right. Let me, let me keep going. Let's go to, uh, Isaiah chapter 34 and verse eight. Isaiah 34 verse eight. Amen. Ready? Read. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year the controversy of Zion. Over the controversy of Zion. Now wait a minute. Let's stop there. The day of the Lord's vengeance. So this is now a time for God's justice. Now This justice is going to come through the church. Now, how many of you know God can see injustice? But how many of you know he said, let them have dominion? So this dominion makes you an owner with stewardship responsibilities. Yes. Got it? Yes. This earth does not belong to the devil or his family. Yes. Got it? Yes. You're the ones that are are running this earth. Yes. The church. Yes. All right, now. So if we look at this. And we look at the fact that the church are supposed to be the agent, is supposed to be the institution holding back iniquity. We found that in Second Thessalonians 2 and 7. You're going to hold back wickedness. Now God needs you because the world can't hold it back. It comes in and they can't stop it. Matter of fact, it looks like it's ramping up now, but the church can stop it. Now you have a scripture in Luke chapter 18 and in Luke 18, he's talking about the unjust judge. Yes. The unjust yes. judge. Now this had to, to do with a woman and she goes to this unjust judge and says, avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but she kept her bony finger in his face. <laughs> I That's my own translation. And pretty soon he said, hey, I better do something or this woman going to soon weary me. And then the Bible says this, Luke chapter 8, out to 18 and verse 8. All right. Ready? Read. I tell you that he will convince to the you. Nevertheless, the Son of Man coming, shall he find faith on the earth. All right. Son of man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Glory to God. Okay. So, this faith that he's talking about is faith for vengeance. Vengeance has to do with the necessity of punishing offenders. Proceeding from a heart of love and justice, but it's a necessity of punishing them. God desires that all be what? Saved. But the vengeance of God is a necessity of punishing. Why? Because they won't stop. They won't stop. And this vengeance is from the Lord because it's not revenge. That's 3D. Vengeance is 4D. And you and I have to be a part of executing that vengeance because by faith we have to call on the vengeance of God to execute in this earth because we are going to have to receive it done by faith. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. All right, let me just show you just a picture very quickly. Look at Second uh, Kings chapter 19 and verse 20. Look at that. This is after Hezekiah prayed to God the word of Elijah. Elijah sent him a word, says those enemies coming against you, they're taking all your gold, taking the gold off the doorknobs and ashamed you. That, that enemy, uh, you will not have to fight this battle. You're not going to see him again, so forth and so on. So he opened it up and prayed it. And once he prayed it, another runner came to him and this is what he said. Ready? Read. Yes. Now, thus saith the Lord. What you have prayed to me against Shineserim, I have heard. This is God now. Notice he needed a prayer to move. Yeah. He didn't have authorization. He needed a prayer to move. And so when Hezekiah prayed the word, then all of a sudden God heard. Yeah. All right. Come on first first john chapter 5 and verse 14 and 15 this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know we have what we position him for. Say amen to that. So notice the saints of God have the authorization, and they're gonna get the word and they're gonna pray, and then God's gonna hear their prayer, and look what happened in verse 35 in that same chapter of 2 Kings and 35, and it says this. Glory to God. Ready? Read because he said he will execute vengeance speedily. I'm talking about putting up with this mess. It's getting too much. Come on, putting up with all this stuff, this stuff with, with, with borders and stuff with ungodly laws, this stuff with cutting off the, the private parts of little seven year olds this stuff is going on long enough. The church needs God's vengeance. He needs justice for those who are being abused. And I'm saying to you, you can call for God's vengeance. Now he's not out trying to kill somebody, but if they don't come back in line, there's an unjust judge sitting up there on the pedestal making ungodly laws. And we got to turn the laws back around because assignment is to change ungodly law. And we're going to change them starting today.
0: Today's message, Living in the Fourth Dimension, is rich with powerful revelations that are designed to transform your world and the world around you. However, you've only heard a portion of the message. To receive the full four-part series on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling one 800 7119327 or go online at billwinston.org Operation 10 City is a 10 City campaign empowering communities of people across challenged metropolitan cities throughout the US restoring hope providing resources and imparting entrepreneurial education Operation 10 City features a free mega event with programming for you and next generation leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs centered on community outreach, business and entrepreneurship, and faith. Operation 10 City has impacted thousands today in St. Louis, Detroit, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and Chicago with a singular vision to inspire people and communities to access true economic prosperity and self-sufficiency through wealth building and ownership. It's a lot of single parents like myself that's doing everything by themselves, and this actually is a big help. In these days and times, the way it is in this world today, it is very hard. You know, and people are doing what they can to take what they have to make it. Some of us are like swamped in bills and in, in property taxes, and in, um, this is excellent. Um, we appreciate the blessing. Today I am here because I would love to expunge my record. I have made several mistakes at a young age. Me having my record expunged will be the most powerful impact in my life because I plan on getting my CDL so I can be a truck driver.
1: I have a future. This little misdemeanor been holding me back. I've been wanting to go to work like everybody else all my life, right? 30 years. You mean to tell me and I could come in here and give a fingerprint and I'm free?
0: I'm free, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hi, I'm Robert Alexander Cager, and I just won $10,000 here at Operation Ten City. I'm Ria Wilson for Cutting Edge Global, and the church just won $20,000 here at Operation <laughs> Ten City. Yeah. If you're the
1: most informed person on a topic, Come on. wealth will find you because someone will need you to do something only you can do. And you're going to expand, you're going to grow. There's a difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset.
0: God has created in you the capacity and the power that you are priceless. And what we want to do is to be able to unlock that power so that you can begin to ignite the vision and the destiny that God has already preordained for you. I believe God gives us all all something. My gift was this recipe. When I became the first minority supplier for Denny's, how I did that was, I was perseverance, and I believe that is very important. And I'm here to let you know that anything the mind can conceive, as we know, can manifest through hard work, perseverance, and faith.
1: You're going to be ten times better than the best that the world can produce. This is your season.
0: The vision is when you see on the inside versus what you see on the outside, and you chase it. That God is a part of every area of my life and things that I do. He wants to make sure you're always on the right track. You give God access to all your life, not just part of it. When I came here, I felt the presence of God. It was so powerful. When praise and worship started, I just felt the anointing. And if you're looking for change and you just want to change your life, this is a place to come when they come to your city.
1: This is your day. Uh, no, no, this is your day. This is your day. This
0: community need help, and a lot of people need uh, help with food, sweaters. The economy has gotten so uh, expensive. Even on, I'm on a, um, a Social Security, and just to buy my food now, I've been going to dollar stores and stuff like that. This is a great blessing. It it impacts me because I try I travel to I travel to work by bus. So I come from one one end of the city to the other. So it can, it, I catch two I ride two buses, and I leave extremely early. And them being out here handing out Uber and gas cards that really helps me. May God continue to bless everything that you do. I Me, even get a little emotional, but I want to say thank you. Well, I just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for coming to Detroit to help us heal the community. Thank you. I am excited about what has occurred here today. I can tell you that many people have told me what a blessing it is that you've done this. Gas cards have been incredibly excellent. Lyft cards and Uber cards, along with groceries and free clothing, not just any clothing, but brand new clothing for folks who would have otherwise not been able to even do it. You don't know what we've been through here, but I feel extremely blessed. And I just want to thank you. Thank you, Living Word, Dr. Bill Winston, and Operation Ten City for what you've done for this city.